good. Andrew, how are you? Really good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, going well. I'm I'm um I'm actually a bit cold. Like it's almost snowing down here in Hobart today. It was it got really cold overnight. I'm not sure where you are. Um, uh, Sydney. But, it's quite nice here. It's still cold, but nowhere yeah. near as cold as where you are. <laughs> yeah, it looks all right. Um Andrew, you are on today to tell us a little bit about uh, about the hobby hangout. Yeah, this is your this is your baby. Um, it's your idea. It's um, it's something that we are really excited about at Cherry to be uh, to be able to be involved and, and come up to the show um, in Sydney. It's only a couple of weeks' time, the 29th of May, um, but. Um, before we get any further, tell us a little bit about um, about yourself, how you um, how you came up with the the idea, I suppose, and um, and how you were how you got into cards um, in uh, you know in itself. Yes, yeah, sure. So when I was about I guess eight or nine, around that age, uh, my older brother was right into collecting. So as you would, you always follow your brother's footsteps. So. I started collecting and where we grew up, it was a really lovely childhood. There was like 10 kids that lived on the street. So we played basketball every day, cricket, all sorts of sports. And then we really got right into collecting everything from Tarzos, Pogs, Pocahontas cards, um, cricket, basketball. It was pretty much everything. And this was back in the day, I was be what, 25, 26 years ago, when you just got up to the newsagent and you were able to buy all different types of cards. Um, so yep. then... That's how I kind of started into collecting cards. Patrick Ewing was my favourite player back then. I had about 50 of them. And I just yep. remember my brother left my – you remember those old basketball folders where you put the cards in the sleeves? He left it out yeah, in the yeah. back. And I just remember my dog just, like, bit them all and creased them and I was so annoyed. Um, but then from there, after collecting, I actually probably stopped collecting for the last, what, 15 odd years and I only just really got back into it um, during yep. COVID. So my background is I'm in the music industry, um, so I tour bands, international acts into Australia and obviously mm -hmm. our industry has been decimated with COVID. We can't get any acts into the country, um, mm. nor can we do uh, any meaningful shows in terms of all the restrictions with capacities and so on and so forth. So during this time, mm. I, I started getting back into collecting. Um, and to be honest with you, it was so new to me. Everything like from the types of, I didn't even know what Panini was because back yeah. then it was yeah. like, you know, Skybox, Fleer, all of that, Upper Deck. So my friends started getting me back into it. And from then you get into this really big rabbit hole of, Everything was so exciting. I, I just remember getting the cherry pies from you guys and I was telling my wife how excited I was and she just thought I was crazy. I was just like so pumped when they came in the mail, just the excitement of opening <laughs> them. And yeah, to be honest with you, it's been such a like, it's been really great getting back into it. And the, I feel the people I've met in terms of, you know, when you just sell a card on eBay or on a Facebook group and they come over and pick it up from you, just talking mm. to them. You just hang out for like an hour and an hour and a half just talking about cards. And then, you know, yes. I, I just think all of those aspects are just really great because we're all, you know, I'm in my, I'm 35 almost now. And it's just crazy how, it's just nice, the excitement around cards and just the hobby, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, it is. It's interesting you came from um, that, um, I guess, the 90s um, era of, um, you know, that, that huge variety of, uh, of cards that were out at that time and it really feels like it's, it's coming around again. Um, mm. At the moment, it's it's that that variety is um, is coming back, which is really exciting. And you're right to. I remember Grayson telling me when he started getting back into cards. I think in '09, and um, and then later on 2012, and um, and he was like, "Yeah, they're all you know a lot of the a lot of the best cards are are, um, are from Panini," and I was like. The sticker, those sticker guys, like the they used to do that, and they still do them. The um, the little catalogs where you can stick all the stickers in of your favorite oh, yeah. movies. Like there was, you know, I can remember having like a Jurassic Park one and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Those guys do the cards now. What about After Deck? And he was like, ah, oh, they still do some, but yeah, that was a big, that was a big change for me. Um, learning about it as well. That was, I was like, where's Upper Deck and where's Clear and Skybox and was like, mm, not so much anymore, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so a lot of people would have a similar story to um, mm. to you in terms of getting back into it recently during, um, you know, with the lockdowns, and that must be really difficult as a promoter having mm. to um, having to deal with that and and trying to to pivot. But you're right that, and I think that um, it's been a similar experience for me picking up cards locally. I picked up a – I bought a box of Rocky II cards, like the old 1983 or whatever from Tops, and it was just going to – I was just expecting I'm going to drive over there and I'll pick them up and, you know, we'll come back. It won't be a long trip. Exactly the same thing happened. I ended up talking to the guy about cards for probably 90 minutes just in the yeah. driveway. Um, he, he, he brought out all these other boxes that he had. He's like, check these ones out. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so capturing that sort of thing, is that what you're, what we're hoping to get at the, the Hobby Hangout? Oh, yeah, 100%. I guess the premise around the Hobby Hangout partly was, so I'd, I'd watch a lot of the YouTube videos online and I'd, I'd love that, you know, whether it be them breaking open packs or going to card shows and so on and so forth. And I felt like there was a gap in the market in terms of there was no real event specifically dedicated to trading cards. So that's mm. what we tried to do is bring the um, online world, if you will, into the real world. So to have... Um, all aspects of trading cards covered, whether it be magic, trading card games, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and so on, entertainment cards, film, wrestling and so on, and all the major sports. So we've tried to have as a diverse offering in terms of the vendors as we could, um, and they've all been really great and really supportive. Um, and then we decided to have, I guess, a speaking component as well to allow a bit to have another aspect to the show, if you will. So obviously um, mm. you and Grayson are going to be doing a panel. We've got Jesse Swartz who bought previously the most expensive NBA Top Shot. So I think the future of yep. the hobby is very interesting in terms of the um, NBA Top Shots, NFTs and so on. Um, then we've got a live Pokemon break with PCA Mart um, and then 
Jeff Wilson from Sports Card Investor and Tyson Beck will be doing a separate keynote each. Yeah, that's that's like some, especially a designer like um, like Tyson Beck being there, and you know, being a us being able to say, hey, he's a um, he's an Australian, so you know, we're sort of we've got some great representation there, um, and just hobby hobby royalty almost. I mean, he's been in the game for such a long time, and there's. Um, It'll be really fantastic to um, to hear what what he has to say on the day. Really looking forward to. Um, I know Grayson and I, and um, I believe Dale is coming up for the day. He'll be um, he'll be trying to get through as many deals as he can. He's coming up with um, lots of cash to buy, um, and we'll have plenty of stuff to sell as well. I think. And um, and Blake is coming up as well, I think. So he'll be coming up to um, to probably help Dale, but he might end up being more of a hindrance. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, so that that um, bringing that sort of, some of that online aspect that we're used to mm-hmm. in, in Instagram, in Facebook groups, um, on YouTube into real life is just mm-hmm. I think it's just a hundred percent a fantastic idea and having that the, the aspect that um, is more than more than the card show that we that we might have seen typically locally where it's um, can be a bit stodgy and a bit um, can get a bit tired with a bit with a few more things there to do keynotes to talk about, um, to go and ask questions, that sort of stuff. I think when I heard the idea, you sent me a, a message, I thought this is people are going to be absolutely, totally keen to come out and um, and meet people I get, who, who, they, who they've been talking with for a while over the mm. internet. They're going to be meeting perhaps for the first time. So I... I think it's um I think it's a fantastic idea. What's the response been so far uh, to the yeah, been, to the to the hangout? It's been very positive. Um we've still got a little way to go, but we're confident we'll get to where we need to go or get to rather. Um we've had yeah. uh, quite there's been a lot of interest around it. So I guess this is just putting my promoter hat on. It's very different to mm. like a music show. So with music it, it's I think the whole the, there hasn't really been a show like this that I know of, so it's also just making sure that we educate people into actually what it is, and that's mm. been one of our main focuses. Because going back to what you were saying about um, the social aspect as well, we do we, we've got some dedicated trading zones as well. So if you want to go and meet people to do a deal, that's the part I'm really excited about as well. Because I'm like, oh, you know, it'll be cool to see if we can, you know, do a deal in real life. Because there's always on the mm. Facebook groups as well people asking if they trade for X or Y and so on. And I'm curious to see what people will bring as well because there's always people that have, like, the most, not weirdest, but this, like, really interesting cards that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to all of those types of things. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what... Um, what sort of deals get done? Definitely, because I know um, that just a few of the guys in the states who um, who we who we deal with, 
we'll see interesting prices um, and differences in prices in terms of in person at the show and then, um, you know, online, on eBay, on Facebook. It can be quite often there's a you – can, you can end up getting better deals in person and, um, and better deals at shows because, um, you know, you're there and you're able to, to bargain a bit better perhaps and, um, and, and get those deals done. Um, before I let you go, mate, is there anything else we need to know um, before we go? Is there anything else you can tell us about the day? Uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, in two weeks. Um, tickets are available at the hobbyhangout.com.au. Um, and we're really looking forward to the show and post-show. We want to make this a long-term thing and we also want to lean on everyone in the hobby for whatever feedback they may have and how we can always continually improve the show. So at the moment, the venue, I feel, is really great. So we've got three levels. Um, there's going to be stalls on each level, speakers right up the top. And for me, I feel that's like a really cool discovery aspect. So you can go into different areas of the venue um, and mm. find different different stalls so we I'm, I'm really really looking forward to it and as I said you know we want this to become a long-term thing so if there is things that um you know storeholders patrons vendors anyone has any feedback we'd love to take that on board and obviously want to make it the best event we can for you know moving forward and the hobby itself yeah of course okay so um we've got it's Sydney uh, university, isn't it? Is the yeah. is the location and it's Correct. Uh, which uh, which room is it? Uh, so it's called Manning or House. Building? Manning House. Yep. So um, we're using the whole thing, which is the three levels. So it's Manning Bar. Oh, at wow. the top. Yeah, and then there's two levels in the middle. So we're uh, we're very much looking forward to, it. and it's very close to um, the major public transport hub, so you can get a train in to Redfern, and it's a ten minute walk or Central Station, and get it. And there's buses out front, and then it's just a short walk straight through the uni. Oh, fantastic! All right, so there we go, guys. It's the it's Manning House, Sydney University. It's the 29th of May. Tickets at uh, thehobbyhangout.com.au. Is that right? And it'll take you straight through to yep. uh, to buy tickets. Correct. Awesome. Um, again, Andrew, thank you very much for for jumping on, mate, with me um, to talk about it. And um, and thank you for just having the idea and giving everybody a a uh, what I think is going to be a great day and a cool spot to just come and and talk about cards and trade cards and meet everybody who they've been talking to for ages who they been um, who've been behind a screen. So fantastic! Thank you very much. No, as we're grateful for your involvement and Grayson. So thank you, and obviously everyone that's already purchased the ticket and all the vendors. So we can't wait. Yeah, I'm super keen. I know we've got some guys in the comments here who are very keen as well, and um, we can't wait to meet you all. and uh, And we'll see you we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, nice. mate. Thanks so much. See ya. Bye, Charlie.